0: So, welcome to another edition
1: of the Dan Assor Show, sponsored by TF Connect. As always, I'd like to thank my community patrons, EasyFair, SISO, Tarsus Group, 19 Group, and Smart Digital. And I'm delighted today to be in front of and welcome, I think, a fan of the show, Toby Waters, the CEO of Elite Exhibitions.
0: Definitely a fan of the show, yeah. Welcome, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, that's. I say welcome, you don't say welcome. (laughs) I'm used to host of my own, that's why. (laughs) You're going to interview me. We're both wearing black T-shirts, so, um, you know, trying to to make ourselves look as slim as possible. Um, Toby, we're going to talk more in depth about uh, an announcement you guys made only a couple of days ago. Uh, about a new community initiative that you're putting together, yeah before we get into that good stuff it 's always good I think for people that are watching, maybe considering getting into the event space and launching shows or even people that have been in it for a while to understand mm. how you got into it yourself um, and what you love
0: about it Good question, so first of all, I just want to say that you are effectively the Joe Rogan of the events industry, so it 's great to be on the show wow. I, feel like I'm, I feel like i'm in the I'm in the Peter Jones category right now a bit of a, <laughs> Um, so how did I get in? So when yeah. I was 21 years old, I joined a company in Brighton called Smarter Shows, um, which is now part of Tarsus, as you'll know. Sure. Um, working for a guy called James Reader, who is a bit of a legend in this in the sector of launching um, trade shows, I worked um, from you know exhibition manager for five or six years. Launched a, a show called the EV Tech Expo and the Battery Show. Um, which was acquired in 2016 by UBM, then Informa. And at that, at that point, I realised that I didn't want to go and put a shirt and tie, a suit and tie on and, and go and work for a corporate. Yeah. And I always knew I wanted to do something, you know, for myself. So at that point, I partnered with uh, a good friend of mine, Sam Murray, who's, who's our co-founder, and James Reader, the uh, the current you know, chairman of Smarter Shows, to launch Elite Exhibitions. So it was about five or six years of, of, of learning at Smart Shows and then finally took the jump. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I was having twins and moving house and doing <laughs> all the stupid stuff that you usually do. Yeah. Get it all out of the way at once. Well, Get congratulations. It on one, in one hit. Yeah. Obviously,
1: it was the right move. Um, the shows that you're involved with and the industry sectors, for those yeah. that aren't aware, just bring those to life, please.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so we've up until yesterday, we've we've always been a cruise events company. We've got Cruise Ship Interiors Expo in Miami, yep. uh, which is co-located with Cruise Ship Hospitality in, in Miami. They focus on, you know, what they what, what they say, it's design, architecture, hotel operations, you know, the hospitality, food and beverage sector um, with, within the cruise industry. So it's really niche. We, we also geocloned those events into Europe in 2019. So they took yep. place in Barcelona. Um, and then we've recently moved them to the XL in London. So now we've got both events that sit in Miami and at the XL in London. Yep. Um, obviously, we haven't run the XL one in London <laughs> yet because of yeah. uh, that thing called COVID. <laughs> yeah. um, but then along the way, we've launched um, a subscription platform for the cruise industry, which is, uh, which is effectively a, a networking and content subscription platform. Um, and we have an awards night as well. Sure. So up until yesterday, we, we are you know, predominantly a, a cruise... Yeah. Uh, platform. So, do you go on cruises yourself? Yeah, you you you've put me, you know put me under pressure now. I've actually never been on a cruise before, which is really never been on a cruise. There you go, that's an exclusive. Nor have I. We should go together. <laughs> you're breaking all the news. We you should know, I've go never, together. Never been, never actually been on a cruise. I've been on a ship to, to tour one, never actually set sail.
1: Right, interesting. We might come back to that. Now, you're based. You're based in uh, Hove. Yeah, we were just chatting off air. Sounds very professional, but what you we know beforehand. Um there I've had conversations and obviously you just mentioned Smarter shows and there there's uh there's there's other companies um in Brighton Hove as well from the trade show industry. It seems to be like a plethora of them. It is. What, do you think that's a coincidence or do you think that's something that's happened by design?
0: Yeah, I mean you've got some really, really important organizers down here as well, not just elite, of course, but you've got yeah. you know smarter shows, which is where most of the Brighton-based companies have come from, actually. Yeah. Um, so you've got Smarter Shows, you've got diversified, of course, yeah. IMEX and yeah. um, it is a hot spot for event organizers i think that i think a lot of a lot of the companies elite global select media uh, event partners they've all come in some way from smarter shows so all of the owners of these companies okay. have previously worked at smarter shows which is really yeah. interesting so it just goes to show what happens when you work with james reader <laughs> so he's he's like the father figure he's- He's like Spawn. That's a bit weird, but yeah. A <laughs> weird way,
1: yeah. <laughs> I won't ask all the, who, the, who the mother figure is. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. So maybe, I mean, do you all sort of uh, do you get together? Is there like a Brighton
0: trade you show? There, there is. There's, there's, there's a group WhatsApp chat. And, and ah, okay. before COVID hit, we all met up at Diversified's uh, office in Brighton. So it was all of the, oh, all of the Brighton organisers. right? And we came together to, to, to create some sort of network where we can share yeah. ideas, we can yeah. help each other with recruitment, uh, don't tell TF Connect. Um, <laughs> but but, but we, we almost created this, this group of, of yeah, event organisers in Brighton. And then I think two weeks later, COVID hit and we haven't really done anything yeah. with it since. Well, I need to get that back, I need to yeah.
1: get that back together. Well, it's interesting, because obviously West London also is a hive of trade show organisers, so I mm-hmm. guess sort of naturally that happens. Yeah. Um, so you obviously run uh, a good bunch of your uh, shows in the US. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, yeah, other companies I speak to in Brighton and not Brighton also run shows in the US, which I find very interesting. Um what are the main challenges of doing that over and above the fact you can't travel there at the moment <laughs> apart from the fact that we can't <laughs> currently get
0: into the country which
1: is how, how does that operate? Do operate do you have you obviously have partners on the ground or just give just bring that to life please we,
0: we don't we don't have any partners on the ground okay. in terms of operations or sales we, we right. are we are purely a uk organizer that happens to run shows in the us and and i suppose for us it's normal because that's what i learned when i was at smarter yeah. shows we've always just organized shows that weren't in the uk um, and actually our, our, London event will be the first show I've ever organized in the UK. Wow. When it comes around in December you've never been years. on a cruise and you've and been on a cruise and never organized, and never organized a, a show in the UK. <laughs> there it is. We are, we're learning everything here. <laughs> but, but I would say, you know, the, 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 some of the challenges are time zones, things like sure. that. You know, we've, we've run an event in Las Vegas before where it's, you know, eight or nine hours, yeah. um, behind us. So, but these things we just get over, don't we now, sure. you know, things with, t- you know, time zones all about zoom. It's all about the internet yeah. emails. It really isn't a challenge. Um, when the US was open for us, we would be, we would be over yeah. there all the time. You know, we'd always be meeting with clients, meeting with the visitors and, and, and generally promoting the yeah. show. Um, but g- during COVID, we just haven't been able to do that. So that's definitely the biggest challenge as it stands.
1: Yeah. So what is, how is the lag going to lie in that regard? Because obviously your shows are in October in Miami.
0: Yeah. So, so, so with, with our US show in Miami, we've got around 40% of our exhibitor audience is based in Europe. Right. Um, which is, you know, 150 or so exhibiting yeah. companies that are all wanting to be at the show. They all want to get back to business and, and meet their customers. We, we found that around half of them have got some access to the US, whether they've got operations, they've got the visa, right. they've got whatever it might be. Um, but the other half, you know, we need to create a solution for these guys. Yeah. So, so we personally, we've gone for a, a sort of a hybrid offering where we've okay. created a, a pavilion of, of European companies that can't get there. Um, but you're right, it's, it is a challenge. And yeah. until the US opens, there's no real clean yeah. solution. But as ever, the
1: exhibition industry, um, if nothing else, is always responsive and comes up with solutions to meet yeah. these challenges. So mm. actually, tell me about that. So, so your events will definitely be hybrid
0: in that regard with a, with a virtual element. Absolutely. I mean, I say hybrid, what does hybrid mean? I'm not even sure. But for for us, what that means is that we will run our event face-to-face, live, in the flesh. Um, Our team would be taking two weeks in Canada or Mexico or somewhere like that to get into the event just to make it happen. Um, And I suppose the hybrid element is that we will live stream the conference. You know, if you're at home and you can't make it to the show, you will have access to that content. Um, And then for the exhibitors that can't make it there that want to be at the show they want to have their products on display we're building a lounge like pavilion where they ship their samples to be on display and we're a design show so it's a very touchy yeah, for the yeah, industry it's very you know there's lots of fabrics and furnishings so we will have their products on display at the show and then our team at elite will, will personally staff that space take on those um you know anyone that comes to the stand will take their details and pass them back to the to the exhibitor yeah. And in some, in some circumstances, we will actually connect the visitor with the exhibitor at home right. via something like Zoom or another, yeah. another different platform, but it will give them access to the buyers yeah. um, in real time.
1: Fantastic. It's so another example of innovation and talking of innovation, yeah. we're going to come on and talk about, um, obviously, you know, during the pandemic, couldn't run shows, lots of people then started start to think about other revenue models that maybe they've wanted to do for a while, but actually the positive, I guess, of the pandemic, it allowed them at least to Pause because they're nothing not nothing else to do but more yeah. time to think about it can you start off with bringing to life your, your new revenue models that you're looking at which as i understand it the, the revenues are driven through subscriptions and membership mm-hmm. uh, and then we can talk more about specifically um you know csi plus which is sitting behind you on the on your nice banner and also yeah. ev tech 365 please
0: Yes, so for us, you know, up until COVID hit, we we're a small business. You know, we're three or four years old, so we're not, you know, we're not a, an informer or a clarion. We, you know, we are a new business. All we realized when COVID hit that all of our eggs were in the the event basket, and up until then it was a great basket for all the eggs to be in. You know, this it's, it's a great business model, but one we realized that shows. they aren't happening as it stands and we don't know when they're going to come back and, you know, as a small business that doesn't have, you know, millions of dollars sat there in cash that we can just um, use as reserves. We knew we knew we needed to come up with something that not only kept our community that we serve connected, you know, gave the gave our exhibitors an opportunity to to talk to their customers, um, but also enabled us to continue running our shows and that that meant that we had to think fast. I've always read a lot of books on, you know, different types of marketing, different products and stuff. And I remember reading a book called Subscription Marketing. Right. And you sort of read it, take as much as you want in, and, and, and then put it aside. And it wasn't until that moment that it hit that we realized that actually there's, there's a way that we can monetize the products that we're already offering our exhibitors. We already produce content. We already offer webinars. We already do 365 network it's net, yeah. um, networking. All of these things that the exhibitor takes for granted as part of their stand. So if you think about you know Exhibitor books are a 20 by 20 stand, and that's almost something that they get included anyway. Sure. But if you're not running the show, then you don't get to see that revenue. Yeah. So, so we decided to build our own platform for the cruise line industry from scratch. Um, it's called CSI Plus. It's a subscription uh, based networking and content platform. Um, and I think our community really appreciated it. That's, that, that was the route we went down and it, it's, it's a huge success. And they, so they don't have to be part of the show. Or they don't have to be part of the show, no. So let me ask you not. a
1: question, because obviously I've been in the, you know, the trade, show, trade show world as well. When you're selling, you know, there's two schools of thought. Sell your main product, then maybe you go back and then speak to them about something else and they value it mm. and sell, or you might bundle it in depending on what they take yeah. in the show. Was there any concern that you might end up cannibalizing
0: your revenues? It's a question that we all ask ourselves a lot. Yeah. Um, and actually, one of the things that I've always been quite strong on is, you know, we, we can offer what we offer, but we shouldn't tell them what they need. Like, if they tell us they want something, we, we should offer it to them. We shouldn't hold stuff back because it might damage, you know, yeah. what we've already got. Yeah. So actually, we, we presented uh, CSI Plus as a totally separate opportunity. You know, we didn't say to people, the shows aren't happening, take this for the time being, no. and then when they come back, take that because it's two totally different offerings. Yeah, we've we've always been about community. at Our business, you know, within the cruise industry, we, we've, we've created a really nice community feel within the industry and CSI Plus totally complements that. So so what we're positioning the platform as is, you know, be part of this community, network with people, consume valuable content. And then when the show happens, you're already armed with those connections and you're already armed with those that information. So it really complements it, but what it also enables us to do is, is open up to a totally new market. So we've got companies that are now members in places that would never, t- never come to our events, places in Asia that we we never had access to. Sure, and that's just the power of, of, of an online community.
1: Yeah, and I guess then you can hang, have have conversations internally about okay, well, actually, we've got quite a lot of new business in those other regions. Maybe that we can do a show there off the back. Exactly. Background. Right. So that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. I get yeah. Um, Okay. Now, obviously, you had authority in that space, the cruising space. So you could argue it's not a leap of faith that you could deliver that. community. Yeah. Um, what you announced the other day, EV Tech um, Vehicle electri- Electrification Community. I know you yourself have got some history in that space. But what yeah. made you think that you could well, actually bring to life what, what EV Tech Three Six Five is?
0: So, so, so it's, it's it, a very yeah, well, it's, it's very similar computer. in, in yeah. concept to CSI Plus. It's, it's, a, it's a different opportunity for the industry, but it's similar in concept. It's a subscription-based membership platform for the vehicle electrification community. And, and, and what that means is, and, and the reason for it is back in 2011, I launched the Electric and Hybrid Vehicle Technology Expo, which, as I mentioned yeah. earlier, was a Smarter Shows event. It was acquired by Informa, So I'm sure they're going to be really pleased to see we're back in this industry. Um, but I've actually always kept in touch with all my old clients and all the all, all all of the exhibitors that were part of that event. And you know, I was working on it for six years, so you you know, you develop really strong relationships, as you'll know. And and I didn't keep on with these you know these connections, these relationships, because I had some ulterior motive to launch a, a platform in six years. It's just genuinely a really nice bunch of people. So once COVID hit and we looked at you know opportunities for events, what what was what was realized by us is that we don't actually have to own the trade show, the big industry event to now move into a a market. So we're now looking at uh, at industries that are perhaps underserved in terms of a community feel or don't offer the right content or, you know, just an underserved market. And we, we sort of realized based on the research we had with these, with these people, with these, uh, the exhibitors of that show is it's a great trade show, but there isn't that community feel to it. There isn't that, that 365 engagement that everyone keeps talking about, and based on those relationships I've got, I just thought that was an, a, a you know a really good opportunity to go back into that market with something something different.
1: Yeah, in terms of the the, the talent uh, and the people you need to work on these types of products, because they're obviously different to trade shows. So lots of people I talk to, yeah, we need we're trying to get digital digital people with digital experience into the business because you know we're now running things online and digital. Yeah. Is that what you're doing as a business?
0: Have it's, your recruitment needs changed? It's, it's a, a great question. And it's something that it's a constant thing that we're thinking about because, you know, up until up until we launched CSI Plus, you rely on event marketers. You envi- yeah. rely on people that understand pre-reg and, you know, all of the x and all these these things. But actually, when it comes to subscription marketing, it's a totally different game. And when it comes to subscription sales, it's a totally different game so so we we brought in a, uh, a lady called Cla- claudia and she has a ton of experience in in the membership and community sector doing various networking um platforms and she's coming and she's totally kicked our ass and taught us so much about the market that we just had no idea about you know we were doing so many things with the, with the hat of an event organizer on and it's just the wrong way to to approach it it's a totally different market so you know we as as you know we've been speaking before we started recording but know we're going to work with you guys to try and find people that specialize in sales for membership and platforms
1: yeah which i think is actually an exciting development of the industry because obviously people are nervous that people have left and moved on most people that for no fault of their own moved out of the the companies and i think actually the grass is greener but hopefully it's actually now opportunity to bring in a new skill set and also train existing teams right with with new skills yeah. So got organizations like the Virtual Event Institute, and I'm sure there's lots of others that, that yeah. can be people in the digital uh environment. Okay, so we're about to say out of time. Um Desert Island. Ah, you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this.
1: No, so, you're stranded because you've just been actually, I don't know if this is good for your brand, but I can say it. You'd be stranded because you've been on a cruise. Don't say
0: cruise line, <laughs> don't say cruise line.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> okay, not stranded. Maybe it's not the cruise liners, fault, but they just left, and you were in a bar and with some some mates for the industry. Yeah. Who would you like to be stranded on the desert island with from the from the uh, trade the show? Industry. How, how many people do I have to pick?
0: Uh, well, two or three, but you can keep two going. Or three. <laughs> That's a good question. So the first person I'm going to pick, just because I'm, I'm I imagine after a couple of days I'm going to be in serious need of of an energy injection. Uh, so I've got to pick Peter Jones from 19. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, kind of need that. You, you need him there for the energy. Uh, the second person I'm going to pick is probably um, Adam Moore from uh, Event Partners. Okay. So Adam Moore, he, he, he basically taught me everything I knew about exhibition sales. He's, yeah. he's a bit of a legend in the industry. Uh, and I would love to have him there, and he plays great guitar, so he would he would entertain us assuming you had a guitar, but we we're, 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 we're taking that
1: lead <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. Adam Moore and peter Jones fantastic so uh I, I it'd be interesting to see when we put this out and I tag them how excited oh, they are, how excited they are that they they 've made the cut yeah. um toby fascinating um we wish mm-hmm. you the very best of luck with the the rebirth if you like of the shows and the next few. And hopefully, you can get to the States and also with your new community channel initiative. So, thank you very much, Dan. 365 and CSI. Plus. Thank, thank you sure. so much. No problem. Thank
0: you very much. Speak to you soon.